In today's gospel lesson, we get a great moment right there at the beginning of the gospel of Mark, where John the Baptist comes on the scene. And John the Baptist is really one of my favorite biblical characters because he's crazy. And he draws a lot of good attention, and he really does God's work in the world. He is such a fun character. Now, remember, John was this preacher. He was a little flamboyant, and he drew a lot of people outside Jerusalem, way down to the Jordan River, which is a decent walk outside the city, out in the desert where there was nothing, and he proclaimed God's coming. John proclaimed with fire and authority all that God was preparing to do. God was preparing to do something amazing, preparing for this greatest of all miracles. John was really that voice crying out in the wilderness, helping to prepare the way of God. John said, one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. John was out there preparing the way, getting everyone's attention, calling them up to something new that God was doing. We might need a little of that ourselves. That kind of preparation that John was inviting people into is the kind of preparation that we all know very well and is especially the kind of work that we do at Christmas time. Advent and Christmas is a time of lots of preparation. We get stuff ready. We tend to prepare to host people in a way that we're probably not going to do this year. Or we get to prepare to travel in some of the ways that we're probably not going to do this year. But we understand that this kind of preparation is still part of the experience of Advent, part of the experience of Christmas time. And Perhaps the component of preparation that takes the most amount of mental energy is gift giving. And whether we like it or not, gift giving and receiving is an integral part of Christmas. That moment when we give gifts and receive gifts is an important part of the tradition that almost all of us share. Now, I love giving gifts. It is one of my favorite things to do. And in fact, I have to rein myself in because my love language is acts of service and giving gifts is like one of those great ultimate acts of service. And do you remember the love languages from like years and years ago? I actually taught about this to our parents' class here at St. Michael where we talked through the five love languages. And as a reminder, because I had to write them down myself to remember them, the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Now we could do an entire sermon series on the five love languages, so we're not gonna really go into them today, except to say receiving gifts and potentially giving gifts is ways in which we show our love. We feel love and we give love around this gift-giving tradition of Christmas. And when we give and receive gifts, there is a rhythm, a liturgy, a way of being proper about it. Now, every child at some point learns a very important lesson about giving and receiving gifts. How many of us at some point received a gift that we didn't like, that we didn't want, that maybe we already had two of, and what were we told by our parents? You look the giver in the eye and you say, thank you. 
That is a very important lesson that all of us learn at some point how to receive a gift gracefully, even when we don't want that gift. And why? Because it's never really about the gift, is it? It's never really about the gift. It's much more about the giver. When we receive a gift we may not understand or want or need, we thank the giver because our relationship is on the line. We honor the giver of whatever gift we receive. We find hope in the giver of the gifts that we receive, whether we like the gifts or not. And that's often how it is with God too. God gives gifts all the time. We are blessed with gifts all the time. And I dare say that many times the gifts we receive from God are not the gifts we want, not the gifts we wish we had, not the gifts in a way that makes us feel like God really cares. And it's important that we don't conflate the gift with the love of the giver. See, for every gift received, there is love behind the act. For every gift we receive, we have an opportunity to deepen the relationship we have with the giver, especially the one who gives life itself. Now, perhaps we can see that gratitude plays a big role in our relationship with God. If we think about the way that we pray, we almost always thank God for whatever, maybe an actual gift. Thank God for life. Thank God for health. Thank God for what we have in front of us on our table. We typically thank God for the gifts we have received. And then we often pray to receive something else, maybe receive more of a gift or maybe receive a different kind of gift. But that sort of gratitude and ask is a part of our relationship with God, the ultimate giver. And then we intentionally or not begin to evaluate God based on the goodness of the gifts. Even if we try not to, it is human nature to begin to wonder about God's love for us based on whether we like or do not like the gifts that we receive. See, hope is the greatest gift that God gives us. Advent helps us prepare for the true birth of hope itself in the person of Jesus at Christmas. And in this season, we're invited to consider hope a little differently, to consider hope in a fresh way, and to perhaps deepen the relationship we have with the giver of hope itself. A teacher once wrote, When we live with hope, we do not get tangled up with concerns for how our wishes will be fulfilled. So too, our prayers are not directed toward the gift, but toward the one who gives the gift. Ultimately, it is not a question of having a wish come true, but of expressing an unlimited faith in the giver of all good things. Hope is based on the premise that the other gives only what is good. Hope includes an openness by which we wait for the promise to come through, even though we never know when, where, or how that might happen. Christmas is that moment 
when we receive the ultimate gift. And sometimes we are just simply not prepared enough to receive it. Hope, like a gift, is something we can anticipate receiving fresh every year, but that kind of preparation takes work. The gift isn't something we can really receive unless we are kind of fully prepared to receive it. And God loves us wildly and beautifully and fully enough to give us this gift fresh every year. The preparation means seeking to better understand the love behind that gift. In other words, when life gets hard and heavy and messy, it takes a bit more work to find the good in the gift, which is why we need one another now, which is why we need our church family now, perhaps more than ever. Because we are in this weird, heavy, hard phase of our life. As much as we want to ignore what's going on around us, we can't. What is happening to us is exhausting. It is tiring and it's disappointing. And yet, there is hope in this gift. None of us want to be as we are right now. And yet there is love from the giver. See, we cannot treat this Advent like other Advents in the past. We cannot just simply ignore what's going on and cross our fingers that perhaps we can have a normal Christmas if we just squint a little bit and don't look at what's going on around us. Now, this is not normal. And yet, God's love is there and present and strong, and whole, and generous, and complete. And we have the opportunity to prepare to receive that gift of hope in a very new way. Now, this won't happen today. This won't happen in one sermon. But this can happen over the weeks of this season. When we travel this way together, share love together, share faith together, when we look at our world honestly and generously, and when we don't conflate the gift with the giver, we can find the hope that God wants so much for us to find. 2,000 years ago, a flamboyant crazy preacher yelled out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Today, we are going through our own emotional desert and his voice rings truer than perhaps it ever has. Prepare the way of the Lord. God is doing something now. God is offering us a gift right now and we have time to prepare. We are invited to do the work of preparation in order to receive the greatest gift of all. And I know if we put in the time, we will indeed be ready. Amen.